Life is full of surprises, excitement, joy, and struggles, but you don't have to do any of it alone. Welcome to the Inspired Love, Life, and Business Podcast. My name is Nin Din, mama to almost three incredible children. I'm a major cheerleader and contributor to my tribe, and I'm a lover of all things positive, creative, and inspiring. I love the threes too, as you can imagine. Join me as I discover and share new and powerful ways to be inspired through stories of hope, courage, and love. We'll get to know some amazing people in my circle and have conversations with powerful dominating in their fields and specialties. And I can't promise that you're going to leave without shedding a tear or feeling so ready to start living the life of your dreams. All right, are you ready? Let's get inspired. Hey, welcome to another Wednesday edition of the Inspired Love, Life, and Business podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so much for continuing to join me in this journey. It's been super exciting from the very beginning to this point. Today, I want to talk to you more about how to get to the point where you absolutely enjoy doing the things that you really love and continue to show up for it. So really maintaining that consistency. What does that look like and how do you move beyond the imposter syndrome? So if you haven't already checked out my previous episodes, please do so. Subscribe if you've gained anything from this at all. And absolutely, please share with your friends to get the message out there and inspire them too to live their fullest in their love, life, and business. So today is about getting rid of that imposter syndrome, getting rid of that feeling like you don't deserve to be able to make an impact or you don't deserve to have your voice heard. The way that you can get over that and how you can maintain that consistency. So I'm going to start off with a story of my own. And this actually began around the time that I started my business in early 2019. There was a lot of exploration that I had to do. I had just had my my son. And we moved into this tiny little apartment because we were starting fresh. We moved out of my parents' place because uh, we, they were helping us with caring for my son. And it was an awesome experience. It was wonderful. I'm so grateful and feel indebted to them sometimes. But once we made this move, it was up and ready. My Oh my goodness. My husband had found a job. And so for me, it was my turn. I felt ready and I I really wanted to launch my business. So it was a matter of finding something that was right for me to combine my skill sets and the things that I really absolutely love have everything to do with business, with being able to use my creativity to help others to explode in their business. And for me, that came together really well in marketing. It allowed me to incorporate my love of business and my love for creativity and design and putting an idea together to help others to share their message and their vision with other people who might need them. So with all of that in mind, I thought of the best place to start so I could get my foot in the door to be able to do something online. And the reason why I wanted to do it online was so that I could be home and I could have a flexible schedule 
schedule with my daughter as well, who was also in school. And at the time, I wanted to be very involved, be a part of everything that she had going on, be a part of the PTO. So it was very important for me to be able to find something that allowed me a lot of flexibility. So in comes this opportunity to learn how to support other business owners online as a virtual assistant. I dug into that and getting into it was very, very exciting. I knew that I had the capacity. I knew I had the capability because I am well-versed on the computer. I can learn a lot of things really easily and I can do the repetitive stuff and I can do it well and I can help others who didn't have that experience. And with the work that I've done, with my mom's business, it was something that I was knowledgeable in and felt very comfortable with. So that's what I started getting into. And a few months in, I found a client to work with and it was wonderful, but I knew that I wanted more as we always do, right? We land on what we want and then we want more. That's how goals work. That's how what life works. we reach our goal, and then we set a bigger one. So for me, as things started rolling, I wanted bigger and better things. And most of you should know or would know because you are in the same realm. When you get to that point, you stop and you start to wonder and you question yourself, am I deserving of this? Do I actually need this in my life? Am I able to produce? What if this person doesn't trust me? Or what if I can't do a good job? What if I don't actually know as much as I think I do? What if what I'm sharing is not something overwhelming or explosive or life-changing. So this person, my my client, my customer, my audience thinks that I'm a fake. With all of that looming around you, if you haven't done the mindset work, if you haven't done the exploration with internally, with what you think, what you were taught growing up, what you've been told in the surrounding environment around you, it's really tough to get out of. And for me, it got really tough. I've shared this before for those of you who might know, but when I first started my business, I landed a client and it was $700 a month. And I was so excited. And as I sat on his information and his brochure and his website and all of this, going through the conversation with him and telling him about my marketing plans and my ideas as to how to improve his lead generation and how to reach out to more of his customer base. I was so excited. But once the reality set in that, Nin, you're going to do this work and you're going to produce something awesome and even greater than what he already has, I chickened out. I was so afraid. I sat on it for a week and then for two weeks. And then finally I said, you know what? I can't do this. I told this to myself. I said, I can't do this. It's good enough as it is. I'm not going to be able to produce anything better. I'm going to have to let it go. I ended up calling him and giving him a full refund. And thinking back now, it's it's still scary. And it's not scary because of the money. It's scary because I did not feel ready. The excitement was there. The knowledge was there. But the ability to take action, the faith and the belief in myself, the confidence to be able to do what I needed to do was not there. And I know it was because of the fact that previous to this experience, I hadn't done the work to build up the confidence that I needed to be able to 
show people what I'm capable of, to be able to trust in myself, to produce the results. And that landed me in a situation where I gave my client their money back. And to this day, we've never worked with each other again. And there's a lot that I can go into about that, but I could have followed up. We could have offered, I could have offered different opportunities, different things that we could have done together. But for me, it was a huge learning experience and something that I will always carry with me that if I'm going to take it on, I'm going to give it my best shot. Chickening out is no longer an option. I'm going to try my best to produce and then we go from there. And that's what I've continued to do. So with that being said, after that happened, it really put me in this funk, this deepness that I needed to get out of in order to continue on with my business, in order to continue to grow and to make a living from my side. My husband already had what he was doing, but we wanted to be able to be home together, to have that flexibility to spend time with our children and to raise our new little baby. So with all of that in mind, I went through a long funk. I had a coach at the time and I asked questions. I got on calls. The difference is the questions that I asked did not really pertain to me wanting to take action. I knew how afraid I was. I didn't ask how to get out of that disbelief in myself, how to find the confidence to be able to take more action. Instead, I asked tactical questions about what to do in terms of building my business and all of the things that had nothing to do with my personal mindset growth, my personal belief and faith in myself. And so I got all of these answers that just sat in a box, you know, in the back of your head, you know, it's really knowledgeable stuff because it's coming from someone you trust, someone who's doing more and more of what you want to be able to do. But as we all know, when you don't write when you don't ask the right questions, you're not going to get the answers that you need to be able to continue to grow and continue to develop yourself or get out of wherever it is that you need to get out of. And so I, after a while, somehow, oh, actually, I remember. So I actually, after a while, met some other really amazing people in another community and it was recommended these really great books. And back then reading an actual book wasn't very feasible for me as a mom who's constantly running around. It is so much harder for me to crack open a book and be able to read it through. And I love sleep. So a lot of times I'll open a book, start reading and then fall asleep. But with that being said, Audible has been amazing. It gives me the ability to listen to books whenever I'm on the road. And I was driving a lot back then. So taking the kids here and there, running errands and doing things, there was a lot of time spent in my car. So the option to be able to listen to a book was very helpful. So one of the books that I started reading and listening to was Brene Brown, Brene Brown's Daring Greatly. And I can't even begin to tell you the powerful words that came out of that book. The things that I still carry with me today, it to say that it was life altering, I don't even feel like that's strong enough. It changed my relationship with myself. It changed my relationship with 
everyone around me. And it it changed my relationship with my business. And why did it do all that? How did it do all of that? The reason why, the main reason why comes from what exactly Brene Brown, exactly what Brene Brown teaches. For those of you who may not be familiar, Brene Brown is a shame researcher. That's how she started. She did a TED talk that just exploded huge and another really awesome thing is she happens to be from houston texas which most of you guys know i'm from there as well and so she says y'all she's hilarious she cusses and she's she can she's not for everyone i've learned that she's not for everyone i've tried sharing her with lots of people because she's made such a huge impact in my life but she isn't for everyone her style is different however what's important is what i picked up from the research that she's conducted and what she's put out there and how she uses the explanation of shame and guilt and making a huge separation between the two and that in itself seems so little but it's huge once you get it like i said it changed my life and the reason why is because i absolutely stopped having those conversations with myself that destroyed me as a person and started then to have conversations with myself about the decisions that I made, the actions that I made, knowing full well that they can change. You see, when you tie yourself into a belief that you are this certain person or you're not this certain person, you don't feel like you can change. You feel like it is the core of who you are. And then your subconscious believes, hey, this is me. I'm going to stick to who I am. The ego steps up and says, I'm not going to change. Because growing up, that's what we were told, right? Stay who you are. Don't make any changes. Don't change for anyone. And the reality is sometimes and in a lot of times, change is good. Change is great if it's for the better, if it's for the betterment of you. You, people who aren't there to support your growth, people who aren't there for their own growth will not be there for your growth and will not like it when you change. They will not like it when they see you doing better for yourself if they're not ready for it for themselves, for themselves, for their business, for their family, for their lives. If they aren't ready, but you are, it's time to let that go. But that's a conversation for a whole other day. So going through this, And as Brene Brown is breaking down why and how there is such a big difference between the two and how it infects us and how it infects, how it affects us internally, I literally shed tears. I cried. I cried listening to her words. I cried in the realization that I was so, I am worth it. I was worth it then. I've always been worth it in my life and very deserving of all of the things that I've created for myself. All of the good that's come to me have been things that I deserved. And the bad things were things that led up to more good things if I knew how to work them out. If I gave myself the time and the grace to be able to work through them, they would turn into lessons and turn into beauty and good. But I didn't know that. Growing up as an Asian American in our culture, teaching confidence and teaching self-belief and reinforcing the good is 
not a thing. And as sad as it sounds, what I grew up with was a lot more reinforcement of this is wrong or you didn't do this well, so you need to do it better. There wasn't a lot of encouragement. There was not a lot of celebration outside of birthdays for the things that you did right, no matter how big or small. And so when the time came for me to really dig in and enjoy who I was and the accomplishments that I had achieved, I didn't get the nurture and the love and the nourishment and the faith and the encouragement, all of those things that helped to push you to continue to do better that was lacking in my life. And that's not to say that my parents did anything wrong. They did everything that they could in the best way that they could, exactly how they knew how. And for that, I I am forever grateful. I will always be grateful. Do I sometimes wish things were done differently? I do. Having children now, I do wish that there was a lot more emotional support. I wish that there was a lot more love and tender and care and things that I try to show to my children now. But I can't go back and change time, obviously. We can't turn back the hands of time. We can reflect back and look at the differences and the things, the changes that we can make now, soak that in and continue to live a better life, but not dwell on the past and what's already gone by. So with that in mind, Brene Brown brought a lot of past resentment, past hurt, past pain, past blockages, past major beliefs that I had about humans and people in general. Obviously, most importantly for me was what I thought about myself and changing the decisions that I made and letting go of them and releasing the chains of, I am a terrible person because I didn't graduate from high school. I am a terrible person because I'm inconsistent. I'm a terrible person because of this or because of that. Being able to let those things go released me and helped me to feel so free. And I really felt like I had a new set of eyes to see and create a new life for myself. And new possibilities in every aspect of my life. And I could view things differently. I could view my relationships differently. The possibilities were very different. What I was capable of was very different. Because when you think that you are confined in this circle, in this box, in this tight space, because that's what you've believed all your life, that this is all that you can do and you can't break free of that, that bigger and better things are meant for people who have been consistent, people who aren't bad people, people who have done so much work to build up who they are and society sees them in a certain way. They've achieved all of these goals. They've accomplished all of these things. They've done exactly what society expects of them, right? Like do really well in school, graduate, be in a healthy relationship. Oh goodness, so many tears. <laughs> be in a healthy relationship, have start creating their homes, have children, be married, all of these things. At the time, I wasn't married and I had children. Like I said, I didn't graduate. I was still going through so many things that I felt like a screw up. <laughs> I felt like I was a bad person that because all of the choices that I made in life were bad and were wrong, that I'm here now because of 
those choices. And because I was a bad person, because I didn't really deserve anything good. And for so much of my life, my adult life, I kept trying to dig to find myself back when I was feeling good, back in junior high, when I was accomplishing things, when everyone looked up to me, when my parents celebrated me. Okay, I had to take a quick break because I realized there was stuff all over my face. And you know, it's going to get real, it's going to get raw. And I'm totally cool with that because I want to be able to share my stories because I know that there are a lot of people out there who have gone through the same thing. And this is life, right? We're going to get dirty. We're going to get messy and ugly. And that's what it's all about. And with all of that said, I was trying so hard to find a part of myself that I couldn't get back to. And with the lessons that I learned from Brene and the huge disconnect between what we were taught and what is actually true and how successful people continue to be successful and accelerate their lives has so much to do with the fact that they disconnect themselves from decisions and the actions and the things that they do to saying, this is a decision that I made. I This might be a really bad decision, but now I know I can make a better decision. That doesn't mean I'm a bad person. It's not tied to who I am. It's tied to this decision that I made in this moment, in this time. I can go and I can assess it. I can stop and I can ask questions and I can do better the next time. But it in no way changes me as a person from being good to bad or being bad to good or being good to great. This That is a journey. That in itself is an entire journey. Being great is a journey. You don't go from being awful to being great once you hit your destination or you achieve a certain goal. It's so much more than that. And that also is a whole other conversation. But once you recognize that the things that you do, the mistakes that you've made, even the achievements that you've made, it's a part of the journey. It's a part of who you are. It makes up who you are as a whole and not who you are entirely. So you can continue to make mistakes. You can continue to fail. You can continue to do things wrong. But all of that combines to help you to get to the right decision to the right goals, to the right achievements, to the right part in your life where you are able to open up and expand and find the confidence that you need to continue to make mistakes, to continue to grow and to continue to learn. And once you realize that that circle is a never ending cycle, you're always going to continue to make mistakes and continue to do the right thing and hit the things that you need to learn and take that next step and reach all of your goals, you'll realize that I can do this. You'll get the confidence that you need to be able to continue. You'll finally see that no matter the choices that I make, no matter the decisions that I choose at every point, I'm powerful. I'm strong. I have faith in myself and I am doing exactly what I need to get to my goals. I'm doing exactly what I need to continue to explore and be my best self. I have all of the resources to be able to make the right decisions. The right decision now might turn into the wrong decision, but the decision needs to be made with the actions that I'm taking. And I'm not going to stop taking action because I'm afraid of making mistakes because I know they're going to happen. They are a part of the journey. Once I can disconnect my belief in what makes me a whole human 
disconnect that from the specific choices and the specific events that happen in my life. And I don't beat myself up and I don't torture myself with these decisions or these outcomes. And I am free to do and explore as I wish because I know that I can take these as lessons. I know that I can reflect and recognize, okay, I did number one and number two, and I need to make number three something greater because number one was okay. Number two was terrible. Number three is going to be better, right? Or you can say, I did so terrible in number one. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not made for this. This isn't me. This isn't for me. I don't, when you start questioning yourself and again, tying yourself to the results or the outcome, you get stuck and it absolutely blocks you from getting to the next level. But when you know that with every decision, with every outcome, we can always analyze and make a new decision, we can do better in the next round or in the next time, then you have the freedom and the confidence to continue going. And you have the faith in yourself and knowing that it's going to be okay, that this is in this moment and life is full of moments. All of these moments will make up who I am. This one moment is not going to shine so much that it takes over my entire life and overshadows anything else that I've done ever before this and the things that I will do after this. It brings me back to a previous conversation that we've had about being in this moment now, enjoying and taking full advantage of the choices that we can make now, being aware and in the present, recognizing that we have a wonderful and beautiful life in front of us. And it can definitely be more awesomeness ahead of us. But it comes in recognizing that no matter what we do, there will always be failures. Not everything's going to work out. And that is in the beauty of growing. We learn so much more from a failure than we do a win. And it's because we get to explore what went wrong and do the next thing so much better. So embrace that. And once we fully understand that it's in the core of our being, nothing can stop us. Nothing can stop you. Nothing can stop me. And I will continue to show up. I will continue to cry ugly tears and have my nose running on camera and share that because it's a part of the process. It's a part of being able to share and connect with you and with other people who are going through similar things, who are trying to fight through the inability to move forward because you feel like you're not ready or you don't deserve this or you're not a good person. Those things have to be released. Those thoughts that you were taught growing up that the environment brought to you have to be let go. Surround yourself with things that will empower you, with people who will empower you, who will remind you that you are so beyond worth it and that life was created and given to you because you have the ability and the power to do the best job that you possibly could as the exact person that you are. And there is so much beauty in that. There is so much beauty in that. And all of the pain that you've gone through in your life and all of the lessons that you've learned and everything that you're learning now and that and everything that you're going to do in the future. Sure, there have been things that you didn't necessarily do that you're proud of, 
But again, we have a tendency to focus on the bad. So let's focus on the good. Let's choose to focus on the good. Let's choose to recognize that our pasts are past and decisions are decisions. But I am me. I am beautiful. I am wonderful. And I'm going to make a difference, whether it be to impact myself, impact my neighborhood, impact my school, impact my community, impact the world. It takes that first step in recognizing that I do deserve the best. And once I achieve the best within me, I can give my best to others. And I can do that consistently because I know that I am deserving. I hope that this serves you. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation. Please let me know below what you think on social, wherever it is that we're connected. I check it all and I would love to know your thoughts. If any of this resonated with you, if you're still here, I appreciate you so much. It means the world to me that you are listening and that means that you are taking action or you're getting closer to taking more of your desired action to get to the life that you love. If you haven't already subscribed, if you haven't given a review, please do so. I would love to stay connected with you and continue to grow and learn together. Thank you so much for joining us today and we'll see you again next week. Let's get inspired. Thank you so much for joining me for another powerful conversation on all things positive, inspiring, enlightening, and powerful in relation to love, life, and business. I hope that you took something really important away from this conversation. Maybe you'll be able to take some action, but if you're not ready to end the conversation here, don't forget you can always join me on social media. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube at Inspired Lollibu. That's Inspired L-O-L-I-B-U for love, life, and business. Thank you so much again for listening. I so appreciate your support and I'd love to know your thoughts and comments. Leave them below or send me an email at min, N-H-I-E-N, at rainbowreveal.com. I will read every single email that comes in and I am always on social in my comment section and replying and showing love again like i always say to my community and to my tribe uh, i love and support each and every one of you thank you so much for being here and supporting me we'll see you next time